Welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. In this episode, you'll hear Jennifer French Kovakovich in conversation with principal dancer Francis Chung. This episode was recorded on Sunday, February 2nd, before a performance of Christopher Wielden's Cinderella. Hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's Meet the Artist interview. Uh, These interviews are part of San Francisco Ballet's audience engagement programs, so be sure to visit our website, sfballet.org, and look under events for other offerings that you might enjoy. My name is Jennifer Kavakovich, and I'm very pleased to be here today with our wonderful principal dancer, Francis Chung. Good afternoon. Uh, Francis joined the Corps de Ballet in 2001, was promoted to soloist in 2005, and to principal in 2009. Uh, the list of her repertory stretches as long as my arm, so I won't list all the ballets that she's done, but just works by all the great choreographers, um, roles in the great classical ballets, uh, and of course right now she's been appearing in Cinderella by Christopher Wilden. Um, so, and that's what we are here today to talk about. Uh, the performance this afternoon is Christopher Wielden's Cinderella. Um, but first, Francis, would you tell us a bit about your background and uh, your training in ballet and how you came to be here at San Francisco Ballet? Um, hi, everyone. I'm originally from Canada. I trained there until I was 17, moved here uh, out of high school when I was 17, and... I've been in the company for 19 years. Ah. <laughs> More than half your life. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I did all of my training at Vancouver Go Ballet, and um, I, I trained in a, a lot of different styles, mostly Russian, French, a little bit of English. I uh, did all of my royal academy of dance uh, training and and then I kind of learned how to do dance the American style when I moved here to San Francisco. What does that mean? (laughs) Um, What does that mean? I guess in uh, non-ballet vocabulary it means dancing a lot quicker than I was used to. yeah, moving a lot quicker, and I'd say um, with a bit more pizzazz and freedom um, than what I was used to. I remember dancing, my first Balanchine ballet here was Symphony in C, um, fourth movement, quarter ballet, and I couldn't wrap my head around how I was supposed to move that quickly, <laughs> but I've learned over the years. So 19 years with the company. Did you have any idea when you first came here that you would spend your career here and be here so long? No. <laughs> I remember speaking with a Corte Valley member um, when I first joined the company, and she had been in the company for five years, and I was like, no way, five years? How can that be? And yeah, it happened with a blink of an eye. I feel like, I still feel like I'm 17 sometimes, so I think that's a good thing. So what keeps you um, engaged here and satisfied and and growing as an artist? Um, So, I mean, there's a lot uh, to it, really. Um, I think 
one main thing is uh, uh, just the the wide variety of repertoire that we get to do here and the choreographers, the people that we get to work with. Um, they come in and, and uh, inspire me in different ways. So just uh, constantly having uh, the diverse rep and also, um, yeah, uh, different challenges. I mean, and then also the continuation of also tackling the classics. Um, that presents its own challenges. So I think staying um, challenged and inspired and then also, to be honest, um, just the people that I get to work with every day. Um, uh, yeah, people around, the dancers around me. And yeah, the ballet world is very transient. People come and go often kind of like the city and it gets hard sometimes you get attached to people and whatnot but I'd say um, just being in the ballet world dancers are a special breed and um, being surrounded by dancers I'll always remember I have a really good friend who retired many years ago but we joined the company at the same time and I see her often and she always tells me how special her time in the ballet company was and that you'll never forge relationships like you have in the dance world. And she's left uh, for quite a few years now. And I think about that all the time now that I'm in the latter part of my career, just to cherish all the relationships that I have here. So. So if you joined us late and missed the introduction, I'm speaking with principal dancer Francis Chung. Um, so in today's ballet, Christopher Wilden's Cinderella, you were here actually for the creation of that ballet. And that was kind of a unique process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so it was a collaboration between Het National and San Francisco Ballet. Um, Christopher Wielden choreographed a part of it here and a part of it there. And he also had a couple of dancers from San Francisco Ballet go there and a few dancers from there come here. Um, so it was a true collaboration. Um, personally, I have done two different parts in this ballet. So it's a ballet that has been with me for a long time. And um, at this moment, I feel really comfortable with it musically, production-wise. There's a lot to it. And I remember when we first opened, it was a little bit scary just in terms of um, dealing with all the props and the sets moving and uh, there's a lot of things happening at the same time uh, crew members and dancers alike so um, yeah it's special because it was done on two different companies and um, uh, I, I guess since then uh, some other companies have done it as well which is great <laughs> But it was unique to go to, um, if you missed the company name, it was the Dutch National Ballet. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. And um, um, the story is a little bit different, I think, from what people might be used to seeing or what they might imagine if you've seen the Disney Cinderella or read some of the fairy tale versions. I mean, Christopher Wielden, the choreographer, chose different elements to play up and... Um, 
uh, I think one of the interesting things is I think the character development of Cinderella and some of the main characters, they're not so one-dimensional. Can you talk about what he talked with you about and what he wanted um, you dancers to bring out about that story? Sure. So in the beginning of this production, um, you see Cinderella as a little girl and her mother passes away and you see that in this uh, production. So I think it gives her uh, a different perspective to her her life. And, um, and then you see the stepmother come in. Um, I think for me, at, uh, now that I tackle this role, I think of her um, as... Uh, I think sometimes it's easy to think of Cinderella as this like uh, sad and kind of abused child. Um, but really, uh, there's different moments, specifically if you... Mm, when you're watching this afternoon, there's a moment in the first act where she's serving the family. And um, there's one moment where I remember Chris choreographing it specifically. And you just stand in the center of the stage and you look out and you're just gathering your strength. Um, and I think it's a story really of, yeah, perseverance and strength and she has a relationship with her father but her father uh, just isn't I think in my mind he isn't quite over <laughs> the death of his first wife yet and he's still struggling and um, so you don't really get the support from him um, and yeah I think as the story builds um, it's really just uh, for me, this gathering of strength. Uh, and you do have support from, uh, Chris calls it, them the fates. And um, basically it's, they foresee, you know, what you become and they're just there to like literally and um, figuratively lift you. Uh, they're constant. I'm, I don't, I've, barely touched the ground in this production because they're carrying him around a lot. So I love those guys. Um, so you mentioned that you play another character, have danced another role, and that's one of the stepsisters. Uh, could you talk about how the stepsisters are portrayed in this production? Um, it's been a while. I haven't done the part in a few years, but uh, Sarah Van Patten and I created the role of Clementine and uh, Edwina. And just want to say it was probably one of the funnest times in the studios. <laughs> that we've never laughed so hard. And um, they, so my character that was created on me, Clementine, she was kind of... Um, just a little bit. Um, uh, let's say she likes to daydream and not always there in the moment. And Edwina is, um, I guess she's the mean, meaner sister um, that takes after her mother a little bit more. Um, I, I mean, they're the comic relief in this or in this production, and. Um, uh, it's just a really fun, fun role. 
Um, but yeah, uh, had such a blast. We, we were just laughing. Yeah, we specifically, so I remember the first uh, dance in the first act that was choreographed in Amsterdam on those dancers. But um, in the second act, the ballroom scene, the sisters have a little dance and that was choreographed here. And um, I, in, at that time, I remember I was having neck problems and that was literally translated into the choreography so you'll see uh clementine has a lot of um moments where her shoulders are up to her ears and that was how i was feeling in the moment and that has uh, transferred into the ballet that's really funny i was wondering you know whenever i watch a dancer with your skill and artistry do comedy and like dance badly or (laughs) I'm like what is that that must be hard in a way you know to kind of go against your training and I think it takes great skill um to do ballet poorly well (laughs) (laughs) and make it funny it really I think it has a lot to do with timing a lot to do it's very um oriented around detail I don't I think it's so and I remember Chris really emphasizing the fact that it can easily be cheesy and you can't just let it all out there I think when it's the funniest there's a little bit of restraint to it Um, but yeah comedy ballet is hard so laugh out loud and really enjoy (laughs) yourselves because uh, we feel the energy that um, you guys give us so um, this is just such a beautiful production, and you, you talked a little bit about those elements, the scenery, the costumes and things. Um, I have to ask you about one moment. I love a quick change in any <laughs> live performance. It's so thrilling. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> Horrified. <laughs> um, there are... Uh, how many? One, two, at least three quick changes... For Cinderella in this production, um, the main one being uh, when she changes into her ball gown. Um, I don't know exactly how many minutes, it feels like seconds, <laughs> that we have, but um, we go from our rags into the beautiful uh, gold feather printed um, gown so our hair is down so you're doing your hair you're doing the mask doing the costume and then you put on this huge flowy cape and it takes um at least three people backstage with me and everybody's doing the same thing at the same or doing something different at the same time well, it is exciting. It's always exciting to, to see you step out and have, you know, that literal Cinderella moment. It's spectacular. Uh, once again, my guest today is principal dancer Francis Chung. Um, actually, that part of the ballet, I think, is really special. The, you're um, at the site of your mother's grave, is that right, where the, this magical tree has grown and these spirits have come out to help you prepare for the ball and they all come out and they dance. Are they showing you specific moments? Like, are, could our audience see things that the spirits are showing you that we might see mm. at the ball? That's a great question. And I think it can be missed in the audience. So I think um, those are fun things to look for. So Chris choreographed it so that each season is teaching us a step. 
And all of those steps that we are, uh, quote unquote, learning from the seasons um, are incorporated in our variation, in our solo, in the second act. Um, so look for those steps. And yeah, they specifically teach us and we learn them. We do um, the steps in the first act and then they are repeated in the second act. Um, you mentioned also the fates, the, uh, the gentlemen who are sort of clad in dark colors and they also have masks and they sort of, um, they kind of really help that illusion of magic, um, in the show. And I think something that I really enjoy about this ballet is it does look very magical, but there's still that human element. Um, I mean, there's some high tech moments, but there's also, there's puppetry, which is so tactile and, and human. Can you talk about the humanity um, in this production of Cinderella? I love that. Um, and I find more now just working with chore- living choreographers that um, I guess as mm, uh, as opposed to dancing a classical ballet, people want to see, yeah, humanity on stage. So uh, a lot of times, and I feel so in this production, when we're dancing, it's... Uh, I think we've always been taught to, like, present ourselves and express ourselves so that the everybody in the audience, especially in this theater, because it's so big, to really, um, I don't know, lift your face and uh, lift your whole body and, and everything is kind of for the audience. And sometimes, at least I prefer um, kind of feeling the intimacy on stage. And so perhaps instead of... Um, doing a gesture very grandly for the audience, you do it towards your partner. And so as an audience member, you're experiencing that intimacy on stage as opposed to um, just a pure show specifically for the audience. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah, I really enjoy watching that. Um, I mean, there's plus sides on uh, for either ways of performing but um yeah a lot of it is and and chris really gives us um a lot of uh choreography so that we can show that humanity like a simple hand touch uh that cinderella and the prince You'll see it several times, but we're at the front and center of the stage and we're looking at each other and it's really just two hands coming together and then it magically wraps around (laughs) your body and we're, you know, uh, like just gentle swaying. I mean, who knew that's so effective? Well, speaking of humanity, (laughs) you had a pretty major life event. Some of our repeat audiences, our subscribers, might have missed you last season. You had... Uh, some pretty major news, and uh, and you're back now. Can you tell us about that? I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he is now five months old. His name is Forrest, and uh, he's the best. <laughs> what else is there to say about that? Aside from not sleeping, he is the best. Um, yeah. 
So you were back in for Nutcracker, and here we are at the start of the season, coming out of the gate with Cinderella. How are you feeling being back on stage? I feel good. Um, I spent, I took uh, all of my pregnancy off. I told Helgi really early on, uh, just because I knew there were some hard ballets coming ahead, and uh, yeah, I was pregnant, so I was going to take some time off. And uh, I have to say, when you uh, have danced professionally for so long, uh, and I've amazingly, I've, I haven't had any severe injuries that has taken me out for that long. So I hadn't taken that much time off of work uh, in ever since I started. So um, it, ha- it was such a, I feel renewed. I, I, while I was pregnant, I came in and I took class and um, I danced just for fun. You know, it wasn't uh, to put something on stage or to get ready for, so there was no stress in it. And it was, uh, it definitely brought me back to dancing for fun, which I feel like everybody needs, uh, whether you've been a dancer for a long time or not, dancing for fun is, is important. Um, but since then, I came back uh, relatively quick, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've, I feel good. I can't complain. I have a Chinese mom that makes me all sorts of soups and bone broths and whatnot, so I feel very lucky. <laughs> You're well supported. That's yes. good. Great. Well, I'd love to see if there are any questions for our guest, Principal Dancer Francis Chung. Question about um, when there's a, a stage mishap, especially a big moment. How does that feel when you're up there? You know, the show continues. You uh, you do what you can in the moment, and uh, you're probably <laughs> freaking out a little bit in your head, and... Um, stuff and all sorts of things happen and that is really I think why we come to live ballet if everything was perfect it would not be interesting and and big moments like that we uh, first I when I was younger I probably used to beat myself up a little bit more about it whereas now you know it kind of gets me a little bit more excited because <laughs> um, yeah this is why we're here so Well, that's a great note to end on. Thank you again, Principal Dancer Francis Chung, for being our guest today. And thank you all for joining us today for the Meet the Artist interview. If you missed any part of today's conversation, if you want to listen to this one or any other Meet the Artist interview, um, these are podcasted. So you can find them on, um, like, Apple Podcasts or Google Play and, of course, our website, sfballet.org. Thank you again, and please enjoy this afternoon's performance of Christopher Wielden's Cinderella. Thank you. Thanks for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. For more podcasts and other audience engagement programs, check out sfballet.org or your favorite podcast player.